and welcome to the very first episode of Attention to Detail. My name is Tim and I'm so glad to be finally on the air. Tonight I've had to uh, fight a few technical difficulties and uh, try and try and resolve a few issues before getting along, but uh, we've we've pushed through and I'm just, yeah, I've been really excited about this. I think during lockdown I've been uh, watching a lot of footy, watching a lot of D's footy and finding myself not really having much of an avenue to talk about it. So instead of finding myself talking to myself about it, I thought, well, why don't I record it and, uh, yeah, put it online. So each week we're going to be going through and sharing our laughs and tears and frustrations, but most importantly, the successes of the Melbourne Football Club. And we all know what a roller coaster ride it is, but I'm very much looking forward to servicing the fans and any neutral supporters out there with some probably pretty biased content but uh, we need that sometimes and and I'm here just to add to that so I'm not a professional I'm not an analyst but I'm just going to try and give my opinion as best as I can all right so today we are previewing the very important clash between the Melbourne Football Club and the Western Bulldogs Football Club and for my first ever podcast episode I decided that I should get a good friend to help me preview the big game a passionate Bulldog supporter is my friend Steph, who is also a teaching colleague of mine. And Steph actually carries two full-time jobs. And that first full-time job, she's busy teaching and shaping the youths of, uh, that will take over Australia after this. But also, she also makes her second full-time job of knowing every single in and out of the Western Bulldogs Football Club. And I think that uh, Peter Gordon should be pretty worried in his next president election because I think she would give him a good run for his money. So, Steph, thanks for joining us today. Timmy, thank you. What an intro. I love that. Thank you. Peter Gordon, look out. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. She should be. Well, I know if there's anybody who who I want to ask a question about the doggies for, there's uh, no one, no one else that I that I look for. So, um, thanks, thanks for joining. I feel like that's. I mean, it's a pretty big privilege to uh, to be on the very first the debut episode of a podcast. I reckon. I'm pumped. Attention to detail. I'm so excited. And look, we we usually chat, don't we? We chat footy at school. We usually uh, in the staff room around the microwaves usually, but we're taking it yeah. up tonight, which I love. That's that's Why right. Not? I actually noticed today in the staff room that the footy the footy tipping ladder that that is that is in the ladder, that is in the staff room at the moment, and it obviously doesn't reflect the current season. But no. I noticed that somebody somebody has put your your head, which is so glamorously pasted on the whose whose body? Oh, none other than Marcus Fontapelle. Oh, there you go. yeah, of course. So <laughs> is uh is, is is dead set right at the bottom. See, that's inaccurate because uh, I think it's probably jealousy from our colleagues because I have won, I think, last two seasons in a row. So I think I've just been pegged down there just to uh, be put back in my place a little bit, I think. So you're right, it's not accurate for this season. But, look, I've got to let someone else have a crack this time and I'll be back up there next year, I reckon. <laughs> where, where are you currently sitting at the moment? Oh, I think I'm – it's terrible. I think I'm 17th this year. Oh, so, yeah, I think – well, I'm, I'm ahead of you then. Someone else, yeah. Yeah, far out. You are. You're doing better. You're doing well this year. <laughs> oh, it's been shocking. Anyway, we, well, let's let's get a little bit of insight now. I think when when I think of bulldogs, um, I I think back to, and I know we've talked about this before, but I think back oh, to yeah. probably one of the best games that you know what personally I've ever been because I I was at this game um in 2016 and and then <laughs> probably prior to the two Melbourne finals in 2018, which I was also present yeah. at and not being my own club, it's still one of the, the best football games I think I've ever been a part of. But I want to ask, where where were you 
on that fateful day in September in 2016? I was at the MCG. I'm very excited to say I was right at the back. I could almost touch the um, touch the roof of the G, but uh, I was there, and that that was. Yeah, you're right. It was it was such a such an awesome day, and all doggies fans will will know that feeling and and how that was and the build up. I think the build up Tim was the, the biggest thing with that. Um, just the four weeks prior to the finals and just finished seventh in 2016. So we went up to West Coast the first for the first final, and you know we just had a belting from Frio in round 23 of that year. So Maddie Pavlich's last game. So it was it was a bit. Of a, of a challenge to head over there, head over to Perth and, and take that on again. But they did, and, and it was just a couple of weeks. It was just a bit of a blur. But uh, we, we managed to get tickets. We were unsuccessful in the ballot. Yeah, you did well. Was, you did well there. Even. Yeah, I, I think I called every person I knew that week uh, or two leading up to it, and we, we just tried everything, Facebook posts, anything. As my main thing was, you know, I was 23 that year, and, and you'd hope, not, not in the, this, how we sort of look at it, but 1954 is our last flag. But I'd hope that in my lifetime, myself and my, my brother, who I go to the footy with every week, and Dad, that we might have a chance seeing that again. But it was my it's my grandparents, Tim, that, that was the main two. That they were early 80s. They are. Yeah. They are early 80s. And, and you know, they, they grew up in Footscray and used to walk to the Witten Oval, used to hear the siren from their house and would walk there and with their paper ticket that would get hole-punched. And it was the two of them that, that we really just wanted them to be there because, you know, don't know if that opportunity will come around again. That's exactly, and, yeah, and, that's exactly right. Yeah. Sorry. I was, it's like, yeah. And that's, and that's like, I think that's the biggest, I mean, as, as a Melbourne supporter and as, as Melbourne supporters being out there will we'll know, you don't, I don't think you choose to be a Melbourne supporter. And, and, <laughs> and it's one of those things that you kind of get, it's this sometimes a curse, sometimes a blessing, but it, mm. it is, there's a, there's a huge family connection and, and, and I can, yeah. I can absolutely Resonate not not obviously not, not having the successes, but at least having that connection. You know, like I remember really young going to footy with my with obviously dad, who I still go to the football with at the mm. moment, and um and then my papa as well too, who who was also yeah. Melbourne. And yeah, you, you do you have that really sort of strong connection there, and I can see that. Yeah, it's it's what it's what you do, and and that's been. Oh, I think I went to my first footy game when I was three. And then was sort of a member and going weekly from sort of prep grade one. And my brother and my dad and my nan and pop, and it's been the five of us travelling in, you know, every every week together from Optus Oval to to Etihad. Well, you know, back then it was what Colonial Stadium to Telstra Dome to Etihad to Marvel. All yeah. those different name changes have been there now in our bay, aisle thirty four, and and it's what it was. It was just having nan and pop see that, and and we did. My our family friends were lucky in the ballot and. In we went at 11 o'clock and all the pre-game uh, entertainment and everything that's all there. And it, it honestly was a blur, but um, I think it was the Liam Picken, the Liam Picken goal. Tom Boyd goal. I got yeah. excited. The Who still to this day should have won. Should have won Norm Smith. Oh, should have won. Yeah, every day of the week. Yeah. yeah. Boydie, Pico, two brilliant. JJ, oh, he was lucky. Luckiest yeah. Norm Smith ever. But look, oh, yeah, 2016 flag, it was something that we'll hold on to and, and um, it's just one of my favourite, favourite days and, and memories and I, I hope, I hope, yeah, I hope you get to experience that and us again and we've been wooden spoons so many years through <laughs> primary school, I used to <laughs> D's and the doggies and the tigers and that but look, there's been success the last couple of years and I just hope it keeps going. Let's let's have a look at, now that we've finished reminiscing about 2016, <laughs> let's, let's start to look a little bit uh, in the present day at the moment. Yeah. Steph, how would you rate the doggy season so far? Oh, 
Oh, Tim, look, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, hasn't it, this, this season? I think, look, the Dogs have won a couple of couple of good games and, and then we've lost a few few really, you know, important ones as well. So I'd say it's been a bit inconsistent. We started the year getting an absolute belting by Collingwood, which was disappointing, and then having such a long break in between being able to sort of re- come out for a redemption was uh, was tough. And, look, we can't be coming off a good win with the Crows, so we'll keep that in, in mind. And the Ds are obviously coming off a couple of great wins. So it's a really important game for us and, and for you guys and finals with the finals in mind. But uh, inconsistent, I'd say, would, would sum up our season so far. A few positives with um, got a couple of young guns, a bit exciting with Aaron Norton and, and Bailey Smith. And, and I'm loving young Latham Vandermeer. So... Bit of exciting. He's, there's a bit of, there's a bit of, he's got, he's got a bit of attitude, a little Vandermeer, doesn't he? he? Doesn't he's, he? Uh, yeah. he I, I, I've been watching a little bit, and he, he's not <laughs> afraid to go and stick it in someone's face if they, if turn the ball over, or if they um, do something stupid. <laughs> I've enjoyed him, and I only, I only real, like I only noticed him. I think Clary Oliver um, gave him a bit of a shout out. I think on his first game, so I think they must be mates. So they got some sort of connection there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've been watching with interest, along with his haircut. Now he's, he's an interesting one as well there too. There's a couple, there's a couple of grouse haircuts going along with the dogs. So a couple of mullets that have yeah. been coming through. So it's um yeah, it's a bit of mongrel and that. There's some exciting young guns coming up, which is which is great. But that's sort of uh yeah, is, is something to look forward to. So yeah, how about how about Dee's, Timmy? What do you what do you think? What are your oh, look, feelings? Um, it's been it's been, it's been full of like it, it, there's no other way to say it. it's been full of ups and downs. I mean we have mm. you have those you know there's two wins to sort of build back momentum with you know the Gold Coast win and, and the Hawthorne yeah. win and that sort of thing. Um, and then the Port Adelaide game, I mean, yes, it was horrendous. I remember watching it. I think I turned it off halfway through the third quarter and yeah. um, afterwards and seeing the criticism that everyone copped. I actually didn't mind that. I kind of thought you know what and. You know, like it was, I mean, everyone came out and gave him a whack. Gaz gave him a whack. Glenn mm. Butler, the president, came out and gave him a whack. Uh, but I've been watching some of the, and look, whether it's on purpose or not, but, you know, some of the media that the footy club's been leaking and that they had a bit of footage and I was watching it last week. It was, it was a bit of a, it's about a two and a half minute video about the journey from that Port Adelaide game to then winning the last two games. And it's, it's got it's got goody. He just tells them how it was, and he he I think he he tells them that they they were fucking awful. Like it was pretty. Yeah. It was and it was good to see. Could be because it's it, that was something that you don't see too much emotion out of goody on game day. And I think he he sort of says that. But it was good to see that somebody is angry about the way that they're playing. And I think it took took the whole playing group to to respond to that. And I think the last yeah. two weeks have been really. Promising, well, three, three weeks now. Like, I think... Three, three 50-point-plus wins, hasn't it been? Well, it has. It's sort of Adelaide and, and North is sort of like... We took three quarters, really, to sort of um, put it into overdrive. Yeah. And for that for that fourth quarter, I think our fitness has been a, an absolute benefit at the moment. Mm. But um, Collingwood was the one where it loomed as a danger game and, and having a slightly... A slightly more respectable, no, no offence to to no, Melbourne, yeah. uh, Adelaide, but just considering where they sit on the ladder this year, yeah, having a slightly more respectable opponent and watching what we did to them and and really putting in our best four quarter performance, I think that in the best part of two years, to be honest, I yeah, haven't seen us play. Game, yeah, I haven't seen us play like that for a long time with the confidence. So. I think and that's it, if isn't we're it? building the momentum and the confidence, yeah, we're in trouble with that. <laughs> that's well, that's exactly right. And I think if they're if they're building now, I think it's the right time to build. Obviously, there's only 
what are we, round 13 this week. There's only four more games this season. So it's the right time to be doing it. So, look, to be That's honest, who, <laughs> who knows? We're, we're, we're above – I mean, we're in the eight. We're above We're above 500 in terms of where we've, went, we've won more games than we've lost, which is – which yeah. is a bonus at this time of the year. So let's just uh, let's just take it take it uh, as it's it comes strong. because um, as you said there, there is a massive massive game this week against our two clubs, which Isn't which it? will have some pretty defining consequences. Um, whoever whoever wins that, but finals uh, bound. Well, possibly, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. We yeah, that's that's exactly right. We talked about how important this game is for both for both clubs, but Steffi, what what do you reckon? What do the dogs need to do to get out of the line this week? For us, I hope Gorn's out. I'm worried he's going to monster Timmy, Timmy English. So is he? Is he? Do you reckon he's going to play? Aren't they sweating on his injury, Timmy English? That? Aren't they? Aren't they sweating oh. on Timmy English's injury? I mean, I don't honestly oh. don't think you'll have a ruckman to go up against. I don't think we'll have anyone. It sounds like Prusy's out. Um, well, Gorn, he won't not, play. Not, not, not bad for us. Whether they bring in Jordan Sweet as well, he's a he's a young young player that we're sort of waiting for him him to sort of step up as well. It, that's the thing. Either or, they're going to be our young boys. Um, and if Gorn's in, he could monster us. I think uh, another thing we need to shut down is Christian Petrarca running through the middle there. If he has influence through the centre, we're in trouble. So we need to shut him down. Um, get the clearances out. Often we are such hard ball getters and. You know, once you win that clearance and get it down, that's a, one of our really strong uh, game plans. So hopefully we can get that moving. One thing that's let us down to me is our accuracy in front of goal has been pretty terrible the last couple of years. We've just kicked, you know, set shots just has not been our, our strong point. So I think um, that's what we're going to need. We're going to need those clearances, shutting down Petrarca, getting Bont on. And, yeah, Josh Bruce, if you're playing, get out of Aaron Norton's way. Another bag. <laughs> Man, what's he? What's what? Bruce. I mean, oh. kind, of, kind of getting off off topic here, but Bruce. Yeah. Oh, what do you what do you have? One game of five goals, and that's and that's six, about oh, it. Six goals. Six. Maybe. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's bag of six. And is there anything else? Yeah, no, that that's about it, and that that's what's disappointing. I, I really, I was a bit excited to get him. I, I thought we need another strong forward. You know, another haircut. Down there together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Another shock and do. So I think. Um, Aaron Norton was injured and, and was out, and we're like, right, you need to step up, and he did. And then something happened. I don't know. He's he's quite out of form, and he's he's lost his confidence and lost his way a little bit, and had a bit of a rest last week. So whether they bring him in or not this week is a is a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, don't know don't know about him, Tim. I'm mm. undecided. undecided. I mean, I, yeah, I think I think prior to sort of weeds breaking out, I would have would have easily taken him as as somebody just to take yeah. a, a good defender, but. Um, well, he crashes the packs, which we need. Yeah, yeah he's, he he definitely does that. And if he's going to do that and make way for you know Norton and our small forward Mitchie Wallace, then then so be it. But talk, uh, talk about small his... forward Mitch Wallace. I mean, oh. I, I'm going to talk about him in a second. But man, what, yeah. what a little bull up forward. He's, he did he... be averaging what a couple of goals a game. Easy this yeah, season. Yeah, he has been. Yeah, three. I think he's three last week. And yeah, he's just he's got so much passion and and grunt about him, Mitch. And I just love him. What was the love, <laughs> what was the him. game where I was watching? And he, I reckon, he got a free kick, and he, oh, no, he had the blood rule. I don't know how many yeah. goals he'd already kicked. Maybe one or two. two oh, yeah, how two angry? How angry was he when he had to go off with the? He threw well, the ball on the ground. He was filthy, <laughs> and I don't know if he was more angry that he was bleeding or more angry that Billy Gowers was taking his <laughs> because you know Gowers just shanked it. He's he's just had a shocker. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would I would have reacted like that too, poor, poor Mitchie. But and that, you know what? The same. I think it's the same cut on his eyebrow reopened the following week. Yeah. When he was lining up for goal as well, so he was just as filthy. So two weeks in a row, actually, he was stripped of his 
stripped of his goal because he, of the blood rule, but uh, Toby McLean followed through, I think it was, uh, afterwards with that and, and got it through and showed Billy Gales how it's done. So, yeah, no, nice I love, love Mitchie. <laughs> Very good. How about you, though, Tim? What do you, what do you reckon? D's well, get over the line. What do they need D's, to do? D's, okay. So, I think that for us... For us to win, I think yeah. it's a huge. I think the measuring stick is a lot is a lot more accurate this week for where for where we are as a club. I think that coming coming up a side up to a side that is much more full strength to than what probably what we've played previously. Yeah. I think that it'd be really interesting to you guys are pretty a manic pressure team. If we can continue that composure and clean ball use as what we displayed last week for the best part of four quarters. If we can continue to do that and make good decisions with the ball, I think that's that's a huge key. Um, as I said, haven't seen us haven't seen us use the ball like that for for so long. You know, it's either been absolute manic, you know, mayhem out there where we're we're not thinking, and you know, I hate to use the term red mist. I think I think Gary Lyon coined the coined the term, but it it, it was there. And then I it think was. the following week we uh, I think took about thirty seconds to make a decision. So. Yeah. We we found that balance there, uh, so I think we need to make sure that we're yeah looking after the ball. The the midfield battle is going to be brutal. You think about they those will. two midfields going together. I mean, I you got your track Clary Brayshaw and Vin going up yeah. against like Daniels Hunter Libard McRae Bont. Like yeah. it's like you look at the names there. It's and just the, it's yeah, huge. and the pressure the, the pressure gauge as well. And I think that will be what, the test. Of the what, what the heck does the pressure gauge mean? Do you know? Do you understand well, it? Well. I believe <laughs> I was actually figuring this out the other day. I was watching this on Fox Fox Footy the other day with the the gauge and and it's you know in the red zone and it's the dogs are always up in the green zone a lot, a lot lately and, and yeah. I, I just don't know if it's like the attack on the ball or how they're gauging it but you know the commentators but BT just loves it loves the good pressure <laughs> gauge. The last the only last thing I was going to say was just really yeah containing the bond and look that's that's a that's a task in itself. I don't know if. Um, I don't know if we send uh, Viney or Harmsy. Har- I don't. I, I honestly don't know what Harmsy's been doing. Whether he's been playing, you know, shut down roles or not, and he's not really getting. I was going to say, footy. do you reckon you'll get the tags, Bond? Well, we, we haven't. I don't think we've. I don't think we've consciously done it, or it hasn't no, been visible. I don't think it's been visible been to the to the audience. I mean, Tommy Sparrow saw go to Pendles a little bit last mm. week and went to Steel as well too. So I don't know. I mean, what last week Bont had a lazy 33 touches with 18 kicks, and lovely 15, goals, yes. 15 handballs, nine tackles and two goals. I mean, <laughs> far out. Like you know, good luck stopping that. He's but on, he's on, yeah. the only person that I could could imagine maybe like I don't know, do we put a Viney on him to try and at least match him for a bit of toughness? But he, um, mm. Bont, Bont will absolutely um, tower him in the height department there. So I don't know. Like there's it's funny on Bont. He's a tall, far, he's, 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 he's a tall midfield, isn't he? Yeah. So, um, but no, look, I think there's some. There's what was that? Sorry. He played a lot of basketball growing up as well. So. Oh, so now, now, now you're starting to sound like BT when you bring your <laughs> basketball background. Um, are you sure you're not talking about Scott Pendlebury again? Um, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, okay. and now, and now probably Luke Jackson as well too when when yeah. he's back in playing, but. I think, yeah, look, I think if it comes down, I think those three things are huge, huge factors uh, for the days to try and get over the line. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think I was saying to you earlier today, I think there was a post on it talking about that it's, I think it's one of the first daytime footy games that at least the D's have played in a long time because I think we've been playing at night time pretty much most, you know, most Yeah, most, 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 most weeks. And it's a, the times have been crazy this year too, hasn't it? Monday nights and Wednesday nights. And, yeah. You know, and, and all different times and, and that's it. And and uh, dogs have been – we had an afternoon game last week. But, yeah, 145, we're the second game of the round this week. All right. So now we're going to talk about thin ice, which is 
a little segment that I sort of thought about where we identify a player within our team or within our club that needs a big week. So it's maybe somebody that has been underperforming or somebody that's maybe given too many chances, but somebody that we think, you know what, if you're in the team this week, you've got a big job to do because otherwise your spot is in jeopardy. So, uh, Steffi, I'll ask with you, who's who's yeah. your player that needs a big week this week? Oh, to me, I'm going to go Jason Johannesson. Love you, JJ, but he is just... He's just been, as I said, a bit of a passenger, just a bit lazy and just his, his, his kicking efficiency has been low and it's, it's just been frustrating, really frustrating, high turnovers this year and, and just needed him to step up. And uh, he's just let us down a few times. So, yeah, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go JJ. Big week from you, JJ. Yeah, what about no. you, though, Timmy? Uh, yeah, look, I, I, in, my, in my little own <laughs> debut podcast that I did on my own last week, which I have not yeah. published to anyone, I gave this bloke a bit of a rag. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to continue because... I mean, the, the teams haven't come out yet. I don't know whether he's going to be in the, yeah. in the side this week, but it's Adam Tomlinson, and I, I, I really, I'm really struggling to see where he fits in our side at the moment. I think yep. um, he's been given a few chances. He has been in and out of the side, but I think it's been pretty clear why. I think his his foot skills aren't really much to be desired. We haven't really seen his speed uh, really being, I suppose. Um, you know, we haven't seen the advantage of his speed on the wing. Ed, Ed Langdon's yeah. a, a great example of of the other winger that's done a fantastic I'll role, like and, and he he played a, he played his best game for the club last week. Great game. But um, Tomo's just oh, I just don't know. He you know missed a couple of easy targets like trying to you know get the ball into the center. Uh, otherwise, his I think his question his his decision making is pretty questionable at times. And I just think that potentially um, we, we might have some better options. I don't, mm. I don't think. Well, with this week potentially with no ruckman, I think we'll be we'll be forced to go with probably T Mac in the ruck, and Tomlinson might even back him up along with Weeds. But I who would you prefer in? Well, uh, Mitchie Hannon played, and I love Mitchie Hannon. He he was mm. really stiff to lose his spot against Collingwood. Uh, he because yeah. he played an absolute ripper of a first half against Kangaroos. I think he could be somebody. He doesn't have as much height as Tomlinson, and maybe he's a couple of paces off his speed. Yeah. However, he's so strong, and I mean, he's former doggies, by the way, VFL side. Um, yeah. You know, but he he had such he's got such a strong grab and can kick the ball. He yeah he's had a couple he's of absolute pinpoint passes into the forward fifty, and I just think. I just think if, if if you know what if good is going to give him another chance. I mean, we're obviously paying him. X amount of dollars. He's on, I think, a four-year contract. Um, he's he's got to find his role. Something. Oh, sorry. How many years in is he now? This is his first year. So first I'm, year <laughs> he's uh yeah. So you're going a young gun, and I'm going an experienced player. Oh no, sorry. No, well he's 27. It's just his first year at the D's. First year. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still maybe struggling to find his his way in there. But I think like they floated him back in defence a little bit. Like he's got the height to float back in defence. But I just I think. Everyone's playing so well at the moment. I had to really nitpick with that, but I think he's he's one that I think if he's in the side this week, he's got to prove his worth. He's got to prove that he that his attributes can benefit the, the team because at the moment I haven't quite seen enough. The expert that I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph. Well, I, I am really excited about this game. I'm I am nervous. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know which way the uh, which way it's going to fall. But if if we were to if we were to put a tip in. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Yeah, I agree. It's going to be tight. It's a tough game, but I've got to back my boys into me, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go doggies by nine. 
Fair like, enough. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be a close game. Look, I'm thinking that if we if it, the last three weeks are anything to go by, I don't know what your last quarters have been like, but I'm going to back ourselves in to have another big last quarter. Uh, yeah. Let's go, D's by twenty eight. Twenty-eight. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm picking. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Picking a last last quarter flurry, just like it was. Uh. Just like it was last week. Let's uh. See. See how we go. Well, we need a wager now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I've had. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've had pretty good luck. This I think game against Hawthorne, I won a bag of coffee and a six pack. And last week, yeah, last week I one of my mates offered offered to put in a wager. It wasn't even my my idea for a slug. And I thought, yeah, sure, why not? And uh, why yeah, not? so. Done, done pretty well so far. So yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, buy beware. So um, right. yeah, at your own peril. I'll, I'll, I'll risk it. I'll risk it. What are we thinking? <laughs> Any ideas? Well, it's a big game, Tim. We might have to. Uh, what are we thinking? I'm yeah. I'm I'm easy. I'm might, easy. We might go. We might go some drinks then. Hey. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll lock in some some bevies. Yeah. And uh, winner takes all. Yeah. That's it. That's it. No, it sounds good. So, <laughs> Love it. All right, well, there we have it, Steph. We uh, just just completed debut podcast, which is pretty pretty exciting. And thank you so much for so thank you so much for coming on. It's yeah, massive honour to have you have you on, and, and yeah, really appreciate your doggy's knowledge. And I'm yeah, really really excited for the for the game this week. I'm I'm looking forward to have a few beers on your behalf um, <laughs> next weekend after after the days after Weeds kicks about. Eight goals on uh, Alex Keith. So yeah, okay. so no, looking forward to that. But it's no, thank you so much for coming on. I had heaps of fun, Tim. Knew I would, and uh, yeah, it was great. So love and attention to detail, grouse podcast, and yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's been a blast. No worries. All right, thank you. Go dogs. <laughs> there we have it. The very first episode of Attention to Detail done and dusted. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for everyone's support this week uh, on social media. Please. Leave me some feedback or hit me up on social media with any suggestions. Hopefully, uh, we'll be celebrating, well, pretty confidently celebrating a D's win after Saturday and we'll be coming at you with a review of the game. Whether I invite Steph to come back or not for that review probably depends on the outcome, so we'll see how it goes. But thanks again and go D's. Go D's.